Reed's Ranch is proud to partner with Marcos Garza and the Garza Law Firm. GarzaLaw.com, 865-540-8300. During this social distancing period, it should be easier to stay out of trouble. should be easier. Bars are closed. I don't I can't imagine you would get a DUI at this point or get pulled over for a DUI if you're just at your house. But if you do find yourself needing legal representation, don't say guilty, say Garza. Also does personal injury or criminal defense. So if you find yourself needing legal representation, do the smart thing. Marcos Garza and the Garza Law Firm. GarzaLaw.com. Uh, this episode was a long one. It was a fun one. We talked some about the economy. We talked some about Tennessee football, some uh, what 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 we think happens this college football season in terms of playing. Uh, it was a uh, fun Fun little show. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Spotify or uh, Chrome, whatever the hell the other ones are. I don't know. Uh, Subscribe to the new Reed's Ranch channel. It won't be different when it comes to me and Seth. We'll still be holding this one down, but uh, I'm going to branch out, maybe bring the morning quickies back over there when once news starts coming back out. Uh, do some sports and some movies and some entertainment stuff on Reed's Ranch Cast. So Reed's Ranch, and then just throw a C A S T at the end and subscribe to that new channel. Already have a movie podcast up I did last night, as well as some NFL free agency stuff from Sunday. All right, let's get to the episode. I mean, this is the last stand. You're listening to The Unfiltered. Well, I hate to say I told you so. There's nothing to be done besides to get on Twitter and tweet to all my dumbass followers. But I told you so. Hey, I told you so. The controversial. He's a dumbass. He can't do math. He's an idiot. He gets his hair cut at Walmart. Look at that shitty haircut. The realest podcast in the Southeast. Let the dogs loose. Let the goons be goons. 11 in a row. 11 in a row. 11 in a row. Enough. <laughs> 38 in a row. As in 38 on this point when we were whipping that ass. Ranch gang, stand up. The holy war is upon us. Welcome to Reed's Ranch, the podcast with Seth Hughes. Like, just quit acting like this is any fun at all. All right, another edition of Reed's Ranch coming at you on a Wednesday that feels like a Friday, that feels like a Tuesday, that you're like, oh my God, what day is it? It is currently 6.53 in the Eastern Time Zone. Seth Hughes joins me down in Alabama. What's up, Seth? Not much, Brother John. How you doing? The days are running together, my friend. Man, it's terrible. (laughs) The days are running together. Every day's felt like Friday. I don't know who it was. It was a female singer that I saw tweet that it just currently feels like the two we- the week like after Christmas and like New Year's where you're just kind of waiting to see what the hell's going on with your life. That week after Christmas where you just don't know what day it is and you're just waiting for New Year's. Mm-hmm. That's what we felt like the last couple weeks. That's it's um, I like last night. I was at home and I told my sister, I was like, I can't believe it's only Tuesday. I was like, it feels like Friday. And she's like, every day this week has felt like Friday. And I was like, it has. Like, even Monday, I was just like, man, 
I'm ready for this week to be over. And then it's like, shit, it's Monday. I don't know what it is. Like just getting up at like 5.15 and being like just rolling out of bed and going to my computer and starting working and then just sitting there until like 2 p.m. It's just depressing. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, I guess there's just something to be said for like getting dressed and going somewhere. So you haven't enjoyed working at home? It's been okay. It's been fine. I mean, there's been ups and downs. Like, there's been things that I like about it, and then there's been things that, like, I don't like about it. Um, my, old, my old lady loves it. She she is having the time of her life here because she said she never really realized how long it takes her to get ready for work and have to drive to work and then sit in traffic on the way back from work. So she's had, like, an extra 90 minutes to, two like, two hours added to her days in her life, and she's... She's loving it. It's going to be hard for her to go back to work. Now, it's uh, it's been a little bit of an adjustment for me, her being here, because I think she finally realizes that I sleep in until like 9.45 every morning. <laughs> like every now and then, whenever she'd be at work, I would fire off like one or two texts to make it seem as if I was up and doing things. But I would be in bed, usually from staying up to like 1.30 watching, uh, you know, the NBA and the postgame shows and stuff. And then I would go to bed and get my eight hours. Now she's on to me and, and, and knows that I don't get out of bed till at least 9.30 every morning. So that whole facade's going out the window. So it's been tough for me. Are you still staying up till 1.30 watching TV? No, I'm not. I'm not. Um, I still can't really get into bed before midnight, though, to be honest. Yeah, it's tough, man. It's tough for me. Like, I have stayed up till midnight, like, pretty much my entire life. Like, even in, in school... When I would go to my dad's house, where my mom would be mad at me, or I would be as be like his weekend or whatever, or if I was over there during the week during school, like my stepmom would try to make me go to bed like at nine thirty, even when I was in high school, St- so stupid. And I would just sit there in my room, not doing anything, and I still couldn't fall asleep to midnight. It's been this way my whole life. It's never going to change. No, I'm right there with you. I mean, I it's tough to go to sleep before midnight for me too. period and then getting up at 5 30 it's just like some days it's just it's rough but i don't know i mean it, there's things about it that i like but i think that i prefer going in now maybe if like i had a true home office like its own dedicated room because like my I have like a desk and a printer and like a couple monitors up and stuff, but it's like in my living room, like it is it like extended. So I think like maybe if I had like an, like a true office room to go into, like just a place where I would go work, it might be a little better. I can't do it. I can't I, do I, everything. I will say we have that. I will say we have that. We have a setup with the desk and, you know, I recorded my podcast in here and she's, had to bring her two monitors home from work, so she's got them set up on the desk, and I got my bullhead to the left of me, staring at me, watching over her shoulder, keeping us safe. We got a TV on the right that I don't ever turn on, but she's been watching her her stocks in the morning, mm-hmm. CNBC. It's just uh, she's just got it all firing on all cylinders here. Well, good for her. I'm glad. I typically enjoy my four hours leaving of going to do the radio, though. I I need to get out of the house at least for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, see that which I'm I'm deemed emergency. I, I am deemed crucial and critical to the fabric of our society as someone who can keep people up to date on the news. So even if this whole thing gets locked down, I will still be getting my four hours out in the yard doing work. 
Yeah, I agree that like sitting in here all day, there's been one day since all this started where I didn't go anywhere. And in that one day I did go on a 30 minute run, but like every day, every other day I've gone home to my parents to eat dinner just because if I don't, then like, I'm not going to get out of the house at all. And like that just, I've done that once before I had like a, a two month period where I didn't have a job and I was trying to finish up a semester of grad school and I was just kind of waiting for my next job to start. And it was only supposed to be like a three week break. And then there was like some contractual issues with the, with one of the, with the company. And so I had to, I had to stretch it out to two months and like the first couple of weeks were okay. But like that last month I was going crazy. And that was like, we weren't in a pandemic. I could go home, I could go do whatever I wanted to do. And I just sat it. I was still sitting in my apartment during the day. So I've tried to go home every day just to get out of the house a little bit. My whole routine's been thrown off. We talk about sports like the that helps me with my days of the week having some type of uh, routine with that and what I watched and 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 of the sorts. And this is uh, this has been pretty tough. No, I, yeah, I'm a routine guy too. I do the same thing every day in the morning. I have the same routine, and like now it's just like, well, I can't do that because I'm not going into work, and like it's just different. And I've been trying to like keep the TV on just to have something on in the background. But like, I can't figure out what the hell to keep the channel on because That's what I said, we just have the stocks on here stocks all day. Like I stay informed that way. See what happens at this point, line going up, line going down, line go up, line go up. It's just like, man, once you like, I've just, I, I had coronavirus overload of starting like, Oh, yeah, I, I'm so over it now. Over the weekend, it's just from the sheer volume of, of news that I have taken in, I, I had overload, and I was just like, I have got to, like, just watch a movie. What have you watched? What have you watched to pass the time? I've watched, like, a couple of the X-Men movies that have been on sci-fi. Oh, my God, what are you doing? The X-Men movies on sci-fi? I'm not watching, like, any, like, I'm, like... Just to stare at the TV mindlessly. I did buy John Wick 3 in 4K. Okay, that's a good start. Or a good bounce back from a couple of the X-Men movies. That seems like a bad... But I did... I've, I've been reading a lot at night. A lot. Just to not have the TV on. Just to not... So, you know, I don't... That way I don't have to look at the TV. I've been reading a lot. I did buy the new Call of Duty game. So I have joined the ranks of the video gamers, G-A-Y-M-E-R-S. I have joined... Wow, after all that shit you talked about the video gamers, you are now a video gamer. I am now a video gamer. So I've been playing some Call of Duty. You have lost the high ground, my friend. I have. It it it, It was the first time I had played PlayStation in 15 months. You have lost the high ground. The pandemic is ruining us all. That high ground you so desperately staked your claim to. You had built your little castle up on the high ground. You are now slumming it up with the rest of it. And like New Zach, I guess I'm PlayStation friends with New Zach because he he blew my cover in the video games channel the other night and he tagged me. He was like, you playing some Call of Duty? And I was like, what the hell? How does this dude know? But I guess we're, I guess we're PlayStation friends. But yes, I've, I've, I've joined the ranks of 
of the video gamers like Reese, who's gay, but we still love him. Um, and I have started playing video games. I would be a lot tougher on you saying those terms. It is 2020, after all. But I found myself in the grocery store stocking up some food. Which, by the way, oh my god, this, every time I go to Kroger, just completely ransacked. <laughs> it's, 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 it's unreal. There's no just food. Every, every time it's just ransacked. And I, w- I would try to cancel you, or at least cancel your use of calling people gay in 2020. But I was sitting in line, and I w- they were playing some Black Eyed Peas, and I was just completely astonished that... We have not canceled the Black Eyed, tea, uh, Black Eyed Peas for their uh, "Let's Get It Started" song. Did you? Are you familiar with the uh, the real name of that song? No. You didn't know. You don't know what the real name of "Let's Get It Started" is—the <laughs> unedited version. No, I do not. Let's get retarded. Is it really? Yeah, I don't know how many people actually know that, but I think about it every time I hear it, and I'm just like, you know, if they if they're still playing this in the grocery store, edited or not. I'm not going to be too hard on Brother Seth for dropping a uh, gay during a pandemic. You know, it, it always blows my mind for some reason that Fergie, she married old Josh Duhamel. That just, they seem like such a weird couple to me. But Josh Duhamel. Isn't that who she married? I don't know. Who is Josh Duhamel? He's an actor. You would know him if you saw him for sure. Oh, for some reason I thought that guy's name was Damal. It might be. No, you might be. I mean, I, I, that's who I was thinking of, but the pronunciation, I, maybe I'm wrong. I, I've just always called him Josh Jamal. Um, How do you pronounce that? Jamal? Duhamel? Duhamel, I don't know. You might be right. I don't think I've ever heard it pronounced. I was just pronouncing it like it's spelled. <laughs> yep, it was the third track, Let's Get Retarded. I mean, what were they thinking? No, no one cared. Everyone just let it slide. Apparently they are divorced now, I believe. Oh. Well, I, I think I think it just says Yep, they, they are. Uh, split they split custody of their son. So I, I imagine that means they are uh, a broken home. I always get Josh Jamal confused with the other guy he looks like. Are you familiar with the other guy he looks like? Timothy Oliphant? Yeah, yeah, I get those two confused. Yeah, I love Timothy Oliphant. I always think I like I always get confused on which one of the ones I, which one is the one I actually like, but I, I believe it's Timothy Oliphant is the one I actually. Yeah, like. Timothy so, Oliphant's been in some great stuff. Deadwood, yeah, Josh, Justified. Josh, Dum- Josh Dumal, I don't have much use for. I don't even know what he's been in. Um, he was in Love Simon. You wouldn't like that movie, but he was okay as the dad in Love Simon. He was in Transformers. Win a date with Tad Hamilton. I remember that movie from my sister having that. Yeah, no, I'm uh, Timothy Oliphant. Much better. Much better. Yeah. So the coronavirus sucks. I'm over it. Um, I don't. Content's tough. Content is tough during the coronavirus days. You know, having to do three hours of sports radio every day is exhausting just because you're like, okay, well, do we give these updates on the new dev totals or do we just ignore them and try to do some positive news? Like, what, what, what are we supposed to do here? I don't know. I mean, what do you talk about? Like Oklahoma, seven and a half now, eight and a half point underdogs. Wait, the line's gone up to eight and a half. Yeah, it's going to go up even higher. the The juice was on Oklahoma heavy. Why? No respect. No respect. I mean, you, you could only talk about that for like fifteen minutes. Yeah. Though. What's there to say about that? I mean, yeah, okay. The team that makes the college football playoff every year is probably going to be a double digit 
favorite at home against Tennessee. Spencer Spencer Rattler. What do we think about Spencer Rattler? <laughs> Who fucking knows? I don't know what he looks like. He's like an oh, al- He's like an albino oh, I, black dude. He's like an albino black dude. I, I just mean on. I mean on the field, not what he actually looks like. I mean like how he plays. Like, I mean he straight up looks like an albino black dude. I haven't even got my video game system back out. I, I unplugged the. I got the Xbox plugged back in um, last weekend or two weekends ago at this point to watch some movies because I don't have a DVD player. But I fired up uh, the Xbox to watch some DVDs. Yeah. But I, I couldn't bring myself to get back into gaming. I thought maybe about firing up Peggle, playing some Peggle. I enjoy it. I'm surprised you haven't played games. Just to have like that's that's the thing like just to have something to do right. I mean, you know, I can't sit here and read nonstop. Like, I, I, I've just been watching. I've been watching TV and playing chess. I'm sure you've seen my tweets. I've now started playing chess. That's good. I have been doing a. I don't need you to condescendingly. No, I, I, I was about to say every night I have been doing a puzzle. Surprised. Every night I've been doing a puzzle. You know, got to keep the wheels turning. I got uh, my chess app. You can play timed games, mm-hmm. right? And I've been playing 10-minute games where basically each side gets 10 minutes to move. And I imagine, like, you know, being an old man in the park, smacking down after you finish moving. (laughs) And last night, I got too cocky, and I was dominating this guy, and he only had, like, 18 seconds left to move. And I got caught slipping. And then that motherfucker checkmated me with .1 seconds left on the clock. Ooh, were you mad? Yeah, I was furious. It was, like, midnight as I was getting ready to go to bed, and I was so mad. It ruined my night. I couldn't sleep. That's tough. That's a tough scene. And I got to thinking about how he probably gave such a fist pump <laughs> and was talking so much shit to me because I was kicking his ass, and then I was just trying to run out the clock to kind of taunt him, and then I got I got caught slipping, and he was moving so fast. He was only taking like a tenth of a second to move, and he, he ended up checkmating me at .1 second left. Tough scene. It was really disgraceful. Yeah, it, was really, it really was a tough scene. But I've been watching TV and playing chess. That's what I've been doing to pass the time. No push-ups. Maybe I should mix in some push-ups, but... I've lost the the urge and the will to uh, do anything. Yeah, I mean, I have gone running twice this week. It's, I need to do that. It's felt great. Um, but the problem is I'm too chubby to run. That's the problem. That's the problem. When I run, my, my, my knees and my shins hurt well, and my foot hurts. what about tennis? Tennis is the perfect social distan- distancing sport. We have been talking about getting back into tennis. We bought some rackets and played a couple times last year, but here it's been raining the whole time. So, like, you can't go play tennis in the rain. It's rained a ton here. Uh, it, it's been raining a ton here, too. But I, I'm too chubby to go run because then it hurts my joints. That's why when I go to the gym, I just bust out 30, 45 minutes on the elliptical, but now the gyms are closed. Yeah, that, not all, like, are, so there's one gym that I know of in Huntsville that, has clo- that hasn't closed, and it blows my mind. And... I know a guy that's been going out to work at it, and in fact, he's a patron, and we'll be listening to this. Shout out to him. And he knows who he is, and he knows... You know who you are, buddy. You know who you are. He ought to know better than to go working out amidst all those germs, all those germy meatheads that are gross, and probably shoot up steroids in the bathroom. It's just... That seems like an unfair assumption. It's not. It's not. You can go to the gym and not do steroids. I mean, you can, but... I'm just putting two and two together. It just seems like an unfair assumption. You don't know what these guys are like. You haven't seen their backs and whether or not they're broken out in acne. You don't know that. Well, I just know 
that it is unsafe. You haven't seen their balls. You don't know if they've shriveled up. To be going out in public like that and being around all those people. The, the, the amount of cases in Alabama has jumped up by 100 from this morning at 10 a.m. to right before we started the podcast. 100 more cases have come up in the span of one single business day. So it's a, How often do you check that website? I haven't been checking it as much. I've been checking the John Hopkins one a little bit. Okay. Um, but basically, I have zoned out of the whole coronavirus thing unless it involves um, Alabama, Italy, and Spain. Yeah, I was going to say Italy and Spain have been uh, – I've still been – I did see that up with them. that thing this morning about Spain has turned an ice rink into a morgue. Well, that would help keep the bodies. Yeah, it would help keep the bodies cold. It was pretty depressing. The bodies won't spoil. Is that what was that the line of thinking there yeah, for them? Yeah. Oh, oh, well. Okay, I guess it was too perfect to be a coincidence, huh? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> you also sent me that thing about. Uh, India. Oh, yeah. That that India story on New York Times. I encourage everyone to go read that. Just fire up the computer and go to Google and just type India NYT and it'll bring it to you. It was behind a paywall for me. I wonder. I don't think it's that simple. I guess, but you must have hit your monthly allotment because they give you a. I mean, I read a lot, so yeah. I, I bet that's what it was. Um,. That was pretty grim, them talking about, like, how badly that the coronavirus is going to hit India. It, 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 that was a pretty grim article. It seems like it's going to be a complete, unmitigated, just disaster in India. Um, they were talking about millions of deaths in that article. So that was, mm. that was, that was pretty, that was not a great way to start my morning. No, you said to me first thing this morning. And I logged. I tried to log in. It still wouldn't let me in. I don't know. Maybe I'm just an idiot because I also tried to do that that risk game on Reddit, Akitop, and I couldn't figure that shit out either. So maybe I'm just an idiot. Like maybe I just don't understand the internet. I was trying to do a voice channel here last night to record a movie podcast. It just nothing works for me. I need people to hold my hand like I'm three years old because I guess technically I am when it comes to internet stuff. I'm a dumbass, Seth. I'm a dumbass. No, you're not. I feel like it. That's why I started playing chess to try to get sharp again. Yeah. Yeah. You've been playing chess. I've been I've been doing puzzles. Been reading. I just love doing puzzles, man. You want to? Uh, do you have Netflix? I do. You can watch a show with me. I started watching this show that you might like. What is it you called? Hear about it? Yeah, sure. It's called The Circle. Okay, and they take these eight people. And they put them in a one-bedroom apartment, secluded. This sounds and awful. It's, and it's a... This sounds, this sounds like it would be awful, I mean. Not the show. Oh, oh, okay. Like, if I had to do this, it sounds like... Sure. The The point of the, uh, of the show is to create your best online persona. And then they just communicate with each other digitally. And they try to see who can be the most popular, and whoever wins at the end gets $100,000. Be the most popular amongst the eight? Amongst the eight, yeah. And there's catfishes in there. This one dude's pretending to be his girlfriend. There is a um, a butchy lesbian woman pretending to be an attractive woman. Oh, we got a bull dyke on there. Nice. Yeah, and she is uh, you know, posing as someone else, and they just communicate with each other. 
through I am and through stuff and they try to see who the most popular person is at the end. It's a very stupid show, but it it, uh, it has made me laugh out loud a couple times. And it also like makes me really sad about social media. Yeah. Are you watching the 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 American version of it? Or the English uh, I believe, version? Uh, I believe it's the American version of it. No spoilers, please. I'm not. I was just I was looking there's several. There's the circle. I guess there's several different versions of the show in different in four different countries. It's very stupid, but it makes me laugh. That's how I balance myself out. Like, I don't want to be a nerd and just be really good at chess, so I have to also make myself relatable by watching reality competitions. Have you finished it yet? No, you haven't yet. No, no, no. I'm only on episode four. Okay. Who's your favorite? The Italian guy makes me laugh out loud. What's his name? Joey. Mm Mm-hmm. Joey. Okay. Oh, no. You sound like it sounds like he wins. No, he doesn't. Oh, so he doesn't? No, oh, he doesn't. I'm I'm just looking up the the people on Wikipedia. It sucks because they don't they don't have their own Wikipedia page, so I have to Google their names. Oh, to see what they thanks. look like. I'm just doing a little. Oh, Joey's uh he's he's verified on Twitter though. Oh, well that's good. I need content. I need movies. I've been trying to watch movies too. This is a struggle. But all in all, I wanted to say that. Uh, the struggle is nothing compared to our brothers and sisters who have unfortunately lost work. I, this is, you know, I can't imagine that happening right now, which, I mean, I guess I sort of can't imagine because at the radio station, you know, uh, advertising is a lifeblood and no one's spending money right now. So I'm kind of just working for free. But either way, uh, feel for my brothers and sisters who have uh, been affected financially by this. Yeah, this is. This whole thing, I've said it like five times, it just sucks ass, man. I feel like I feel like a bitch to be sitting here complaining about working from home when I'm getting to work 40 hours a week as usual and get my typical paycheck every other week. Like, because, like, my life has not been inconvenienced at all. You know, it's not an inconvenience to have to get out of bed and then just walk to my desk and sit down and start working. Like, that's not an inconvenience. Um, It is a huge inconvenience to not be able to work and just, I mean, like, I don't even know. They didn't pass the bill, the stimulus. It hasn't been passed yet. Yeah, because they have to do it unanimously, right? I guess so. I believe they have to do it unanimously to keep it from going into the is it the going into the house? And right now the house isn't even like together, so No, that they worked for a minute and forty two seconds today. Yeah. And I don't believe they're coming back till like April, right? Yeah. Or is it the or is it the Senate? The, the Senate's not coming back? back till April, I think. I don't okay, know. So yeah, I don't know. It, it seems- Once they're done, they're they're done for six weeks, so they have to pass this unanimously or else it's gonna drag on even for longer and I don't think it's gonna pass unanimously. Yeah, the whole thing is a shit show. Just remember that, like, if they wanted to, McConnell, Pelosi, Grassley, Schumer, they could get in a room together and they could hash out something. And it could be done. It could be one page long. And it would just say, this was totally out of the hands of the people. This was, this was not, you know... People not being smart with their money. This was not people racking up debt. This was a once in a generation type thing. 
And so we have this one-page document, and we are putting cash directly into the hands of Americans. That's what, what kills me is that, like, Trump's original idea last week was the right idea. And then he totally got just, got, he, he let Wall Street just take over. And the Democrats aren't any better. I mean, Pelosi and all them are, are Wall Street too. Like, both sides have just com- conspired. It's been like, no, we can't actually put hands and put cash directly in the hands of Americans. Like, uh, that would be a little too much help. We would actually be doing something right for once. So instead, we're going to bail out Boeing again. And we're not going to give everybody cash. We're going to give you cash if you make a certain amount of money. And if you make more than that, like imagine if you make $75,500. I know it's a tiered system. I know you're still getting something. Oh, yeah, but I mean, imagine making $75,000 in New York. Yeah, that's nothing. That is nothing. And like having a family like on top of it, like that that becomes tough like imagine you make seventy five and a half thousand dollars you have a a wife or a husband or a boyfriend or a girlfriend that makes let's just say sixty thousand dollars she gets he or she gets laid off so they're not making anything at the time so you get penalized for making five hundred dollars too much and while also like having to support a whole ass family off of it like that just seems really grim and I keep waiting Seth for the the revolution tweets. Like I keep waiting to see everyone just get sick and tired of it. But every time I log log onto that cesspool, twitter.com, because I can't shake it, I can't escape it. Every time I log onto it, I keep waiting to see everyone just come together and say, fuck this shit, like my man superhuman. I still log on and I see people just rotting their uh you know political team it's the republicans saying it's the democrats fault it's the democrats saying it's the republicans fault no one has really rallied to say you know what fuck it it's just a crooked system for everyone except the elite yes i don't know how you still are on a team at this point because it has been so disgusting it has been so sickening watching it it is wednesday right it is wednesday at 7 20 Eastern and 620 Central. Like, I, w- Central I was sickened yesterday. Like, I was just, like, I was thinking to myself yesterday, I don't know at this point how you how you see, like, like anybody, anybody that is in the prominent establishment, and you are not just absolutely disgusted Boeing is getting another bailout. Boeing. Like, why on earth does the greatest country in the world have one airplane manufacturer? Why do we not have another? What happened to anti-monopoly type stuff? We have one airplane manufacturer. If Boeing starts making shitty airplanes, spoiler, spoiler alert, they have... Tons of people die. That's happening in case you live under a rock. They're making really, really shitty airplanes now. They offshored their engineering work to India, which is a joke. They don't even do the man. They they offshored the they 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 moved the executives from Seattle to like Illinois. Like it's not it's 
it's not even an American business anymore. They're probably not even manufacturing it in America. We have one airplane manufacturer. Instead of saying, hey, you know, it would make sense to bankroll another airplane manufacturer, we have decided to bail out Boeing again. And instead of, like, getting, like, making sure the people have a stake in it or firing the entire leadership class of Boeing, we are not changing a single person in charge at Boeing. Their CEO is keeping his job. The entire board of Boeing should be ran out on a rail for what they have done. They decided to make more money instead of make better airplanes. But what are we doing? We're giving them more money to bail them out again, and nothing will change. It is sickening. Nikki Haley sucks ass, Brizzy Vol. She is terrible. Brizzy Vol posted in the Discord for the people listening now that didn't know what the hell was happening just then. Like, I am so sick of... We have one airplane manufacturer. Europe has one. We have Boeing and they have Airbus. And Boeing makes shitty airplanes. What is America to do? We are to... Con- All there is to do is to roll out these ancient-ass Boeing airplanes because the new ones have to be shelved in a hangar because they people die when they get on them. And not a single thing has changed. Their CEO's keeping his job. We're bailing them out. Uh, they're getting stock buybacks, and they can give uh, dividends to shareholders. Nothing's can, changed. Uh, can I ask what the uh, significance is of them moving their headquarters or their CEOs or whatever from Illinois, uh, from Washington to Illinois? Yeah, because now the leadership is not involved boots on the ground, right? Like, you don't have, like, a Henry Ford that is there or a guy that's, like, Sleeping in sleeping in the office with his workers like we used to have in America. Like Mike DeBoard? Like, so used to, the leadership of Boeing was like engineers, right? And then they went to this like streamlined, agile type corporation basically designed to make more money. To, to just make the most money possible, which obviously means you lay off American engineers, and you have the software written in India, which uh, leads to deaths, by the way. And so now, like, nobody is there. Like, you don't, have, you don't have the leadership with the engineers enmeshed in a corporation that is like a great American company making airplanes. You have rich assholes who only care about the share price in Illinois, not the Puget Sound. And we have the engineers half a world away. Like, it's just, it's a total, it, it's run like a Wall Street corporation. I'm really surprised that you uh, just blew right through my Mike DeBoard joke. Sorry, I hate Boeing. Yeah, but you, you love the idea of Mike DeBoard sleeping in the press. I do, I do. You got to respect it, though. I mean, like, it used to be a great American company where everything was done in Seattle. You had the manufacturing, you had the engineering, you had the, co- the corporate side of Boeing all there together. They decided that they didn't want to do that anymore. They could still sell airplanes while reducing quality because there's only one company in America that makes airplanes. All right, let's get to some patron questions. 
Patreon.com slash Reed's Ranch if you are down with the movement. I was uh, thinking, I want some feedback here, I guess. Uh, I, could, I guess I could talk to you about this off the air. But I got these uh, these orange, like, metal bottles, like, you know, like water bottles, reusable water bottles. Thoughts on me getting some of those? you think people would want water bottles? Yes, I think that's a good idea. Okay. With our, like, logo plastered on it? I do like that a lot. I was thinking about that. Okay. Might do that and then give it to a certain level of patronage and maybe see. I don't know. Something to keep an eye on. I was just looking for feedback there. I was talking with the uh, distributor today. But either way, patreon.com slash Reed's Ranch if you are down with the movement. You get access to the Discord as well as if we ever get to do any uh, events together again. We had uh, baseball canceled. Who knows if we'll get to do uh, Gatorgate for football. All right, let's uh, shout out the new patrons. Well, before, do we think there's going to be a college football season? We'll talk about that in a second. Okay. Uh, New $2 patron, Hunter Sykes. Shout out to Hunter. We appreciate you. We love you. If you're giving us money during this trying time, we really do appreciate you. Actually, I hate Hunter. Okay. Psych! (laughs) Uh, DR Vault. Up test pledge from five dollars to ten dollars. Shout out to Dr. Vol, the legendary, the legendary Dr. Vol. Uh, new ten dollar patron, Dylan Jones. Shout out to Dylan. We appreciate you and we love you. My man Bob McBurr. Up test pledge from ten to twenty. Shout out to Bob. We love you and appreciate you. And Tech Vol. Up test pledge from ten to twenty five. I love Tech Vol so much. We really do appreciate him. He's a great guy. Stay strong, working, stay strong working from home, Tech Vol. It sucks ass, I know. But we're going to get through it together as a family. We are going to get through it together as a family. We appreciate you all for helping not even feed Seth's kids. Who knows? Imagine just feed us. Yeah. Just feed us. Who knows? All right, let's get to some questions. Uh, MBK asks, will this ever end? Let's just use that question to transition into your question, Seth about if we think this is going to end in time for us to play football. Man, I get the I, I don't know what to think. Well, first of all, Matt, I don't feel like this will ever end and I'm on day 3 of working from home. So, if we ask this question next week and I'm still working from home, I might truly be need to put into an insane asylum. I don't think there's going to be a major league baseball season. For sure. Really? Yeah, I, I don't think there's going to be a major league baseball. You don't. You don't buy the idea of. Uh, they said they'd play double headers. They said they'd play at least two double headers a week, and go in the regular season all the way through October, and then play the playoffs at neutral site games. You don't think that's a, a viable option? I guess they could do that. I hadn't seen that. I've just going. That was the proposal they had. That was the proposal they had. Is that they would try to start early June, go through October play some double headers up to two per week and then yeah play the playoffs in November either in domes or in warm weather cities that would be pretty cool the double headers baseball's a weird sport baseball's a weird sport when it comes to that stuff though cuz like you have you know service time service time is such a hot button issue so taking a year off in baseball would be killer for some of those young prospects you yeah. know what i mean because, like, you know, they'll do that thing where they, they don't bring them up until, like, a month and a half into the season so they, they don't get that year of service. I mean, like, the Cardinals' Dylan Carlson is going to be a star, and I 
they they probably not going to be able to keep him back, but that was the thought that they were going to do that year of service thing. And now if he loses this season too, I mean, he's losing two years. Yeah, and for like Mookie Betts and Trevor Bauer were the examples they used. Like both those guys are set to be free agents after this year. So if they don't get to play this year and don't get paid, they then have to go back and pay at their quote-unquote cheaper salary. And, you know, that, that takes two years off their prime, like you said. So that's uh, that's what's holding it up. That's why they've been arguing as they try to figure it out. But I felt bad for the minor league players. They said the minor league players haven't been paid. They haven't received a paycheck since September. That That is inexcusable by Major League Those Baseball. Those guys don't make any money. No, Those they don't. don't. Relatively speaking. That's been another thing about even relatively this. speaking. Like some of them make like $400 a week is what they were saying. Like not even like relatively speaking, but just like in general. They don't make shit to begin with. Yeah, like period. Right. It's not like, it's not like a professional athlete compared, like they don't make money compared to other professional athletes. They make like less than G League money, less than WNBA money, that type of stuff. Like people working regular jobs. That's been another thing that's been just so disappointing about all this. And it's not anything we didn't know, but just like how shitty some corporate, most corporations are. I mean, what was it? Whole Foods was asking people to donate their sick leave to people that were sick. And it's like, you're owned by the richest man in the world. Give people sick leave. Yeah, seriously. Like, don't be such a shitheel. Jeff Bezos. Have they have they uh, changed course on that? I don't know. Do know. I don't know. I mean, like, they might have, but the conditions in the Amazon warehouses are so shitty that I'm not giving Bezos any credit. Plus, he owns the Washington Post, so he's not getting any credit, period. He's basically a journalist. Yeah, he is. Well, I saw that the uh, the mobs, we, we bullied the Philadelphia 76ers owner yesterday. Did you see that story at all? He decided, what did he do? Decide to give every, pay everyone... Yeah, he, well, he was trying to uh, get people to give back 20% of their salary. That's so, like, in what? And the, and the, and the threshold was 50, if you made over $50,000 a year, you had to give back uh, 20% of your salary. So if you were making $50,000, you were going to have to take a, a uh, you know what, a, a $10,000 $10, pay cut. That's pretty big for people. Yeah. Like, here's what I don't understand is that imagine – being this guy that owns the Philadelphia 76ers and having that idea come into your mind and thinking, you know, I need to go ahead and send this email out and tell my employees they got to give back 20% of their salary. And not only that, he was trying to, he couldn't legally do it, but he was a quote trying to pressure the coaches that like had contracts and they're like, Hey, we can't force you, but it's heavily encouraged that you volunteer to donate 20% of your salary back. And all the coaches were like, uh, no. Like, if I'm, what's today, Brett Brown? What? Yeah, well, Brett Brown doesn't really have any leverage because like, he, he's going to get fired. He's going to so get he, fired. He probably had to. Oh, so he did. I was thinking he's going to get well, fired. No, no one did. No, no, no one gave it back. And they put that out there, and the public shamed him, and he, he reversed courses like, my bad. It was and like um, the that Ole Miss sent out that fundraising email. Bad timing. Bad timing. I mean, what the hell are they thinking? I've finally been tracked down by UT alumnus or whatever their alumni program. I, I had a letter in my mailbox, and I was getting ready to be so mad that they finally sent me one asking for money during this uh, during during this situation. But it was simply them saying I could get a discount for going with a certain car insurance. It wasn't that, at least. But Ole Miss, yeah, putting out basically like, hey, guys, get your wills in order. Make sure Ole Miss is paid. 
that just uh, was really, really bad timing. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm looking for another quote that I saw um, from some former CEO. Okay, here it is. The former CEO of Wells Fargo, Dick Kovacevich, who ran Wells and Fargo until 2007, wants to see healthy workers below about 55 or so return to work late next month if the outbreak is under control. We'll gradually bring those people back and see what happens. Some of them will get sick. Some may even die. I don't know. <laughs> what is wrong with these people? If you... Okay, I'm going to go on another rant about the, about the economy cucks. Give it to me. About the economy cucks. If your concern is over the line and making sure the line goes up, if your concern is over the economy and the Dow Jones industrial average, you are a cuck. The only thing that you should care about is people. That is the only thing that matters. The only thing that matters is people, and it doesn't matter how old they are. They could be 85. They're still the only thing that matters, and they're infinitely one gazillion times more important than the economy. The economy can and hopefully will burn in hell for eternity. Anybody that claims to be pro-life, that claims to talk about how abortion is evil, if you think that putting people back to work, even though some people will die, is the right thing to do, then please do not ever call yourself pro-life ever again because I want nothing to do with you. The only thing that matters is people living. That is the only thing that matters. I do not give a shit. I have a 401k, a Roth IRA, a third brokerage account. Humble brag. All my shit has been hammered the last month. Now, I'm not 45. I'm not 55 like my dad. I haven't lost my retirement, but I have lost a shitload of money. And I still don't give a shit about the economy. The only thing that matters is people. That is the only thing that matters is people living. I am sickened by what I see about, you know, I've seen so much shit. And it, everything about this is just genuinely distressing. How selfish people are. They won't stay in their homes. They go out because they don't think it's a big deal. Or actually, I shouldn't say they don't think it's a big deal. It's worse. They just don't give a shit. And so they go out and they do whatever and they get other people sick. And then these people that want people to go back to work, even though it means some people are going to die because the greatest economy of all time is not going to go in the tank. Who gives a shit? The, the nation is not the economy. The nation is the people. I am tired of Boeing. I'm tired of journalists. And I'm tired of economy cucks. Journalists told us for a month that masks didn't help. Guess what? Masks help a shit ton. They mean people don't catch the disease. I'm tired of Boeing, journalists, and economy cucks. If you think, if you're bitching about us shutting everything down, you're an economy cuck and you should be ashamed. So, uh, yeah, I think that the college football season might be in jeopardy. I do, too. I don't think we're going to play. 
which it breaks my heart because Trey Smith came back and he's not going to get paid for a year. We'll see because the Texas A&M athletic director, Ross Bjork, basically said, like, all of this is funded by football. Like, bills are going to be due for colleges. Like, they have to have money to survive. And all this is built off football. And not only having football, but he says, like, he was saying, like, they even needed football with people in attendance. Like, they can't even play behind closed doors type of thing. That's crazy. He's like, we need 100,000 people here. And get that money from them from the gate. I mean, I, you know, I think it's probably, I probably shouldn't have said, like, what I actually think will happen. Because I think it's just so, it's so premature to say, I mean, like, two weeks it's ago. It's tough to get in a whole crowd of 100,000 people. Though. Like, that, that's going to be tough, even six months from now. Like, I, I think, I think baseball is going to play. I think the NBA is going to return. I think the NFL is going to start, although the NFL might start a couple weeks late. They're talking about how training camps might start in fall. So, like, the season might not kick off till October. So, I think we're going to get those. But I, I find it less certain that we will get back to business as usual where you can have 100,000 people inside Neyland Stadium. And that's just cool with people. Yeah. I mean, okay. So, it, it's too – it's it's premature to say – whether or not, because this is still the most powerful country in the world. On March 10th, the United States had done 10,000 tests total. The United States had done about 10,000 tests total. Today, March 25th, a mere 15 days later, America did almost 75,000 tests today. That is on par with South Korea's per capita rate, I believe. Um, so, like, America's economy, like, is getting geared up to... I mean, we've seen, like, Ford starting to make ventilators. So, like, my pillow is starting to make masks. Like, people are coming together, and they're starting to produce the things that we need to beat this. And when America puts its might behind it, the thing will get stomped as long as people hold up their end of the bar- bargain and they stay inside. And when they go out, they wear masks because I think USA. that we'll all be wearing masks soon. USA. USA. Like. USA. So we're doing 75. We did 75K tests today. Like we're going to get to the point where everyone can be tested and they can trace it. And so. You know, then the people that are sick, they know who they are and they stay inside and everyone else can go out. So it's probably too early to say one way or the other about something that is in September. Um, I think if we play college football, though, it's going to be a shitty season. In terms of like quality of play. Because nobody has spring practice practice and all that. Yeah, like I feel like that's and even it's going to be a, a weird Fall practice, too. So, like, I, I feel like we might play, but it's going to be a shitty season. Are the players, like, I have totally checked out of anything sports. I haven't been on VolQuest, like, but once in the last two weeks. Uh, are they working out or anything? I don't know if you saw, but Craig Fitzgerald's gone. I, I did see that. He left for the Giants. Uh, they have given, yeah, they can't work together, I'm pretty sure, but I think they're trying to give them, like, workout plans. I saw something else about, like, maybe doing NFL-style OTAs. I don't know. I mean, surely they could do something this summer to where, like, fall camp isn't the first time they've picked up a football in pads. I don't know, bro. I don't know. They might, though. 
Bruce wants to know, is Joe Biden alive? Barely. Man, that, those videos that were circulating yesterday from his TV appearances were tough. They were brutal. That MSNBC clip with, with Nicole Wallace was just... And she was trying so hard to hold his hand and walk him through it. She was trying so hard. She sucks, too. She's a neocon cuck. I can't stand her. I'm unfamiliar with her. That's the first time I'd ever well, seen she her. Worked for, she worked for George W. Bush. That's all you need to know. All I saw was she was basically trying to hold his hand and... And, you know, she was trying, but he was just, that was sad. They, like they, that, they they put him in a closet for days and totally took him out to where nobody saw him for days. And then they, 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 they forgot to oil him back up before he went out on TV. They let him come out and do that. And even like when it wasn't an interview and he was just speaking to the camera, like his teleprompter, I guess, froze up and he just sat there kind of, yeah, uh, yeah. He was like making hand motions, telling it to rambling, trying to tell them to put it, push it up. Like it was, it's just tough to watch, man. It's tough to watch. How dumb has anybody's stock gone up more than Andrew Cuomo? Like he genuinely looks to be a inspiring and impressive leader during this. I will say that on the other side, Mike Pence probably has had a similar rise. Mike Pence is Mike Pence is, has has carried himself well. Um, but like Cuomo and de Blasio, like Cuomo's gone straight up and de Blasio's gone straight down. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen, I mean, I've seen Cuomo talking. I've seen like the awkward clips of him arguing with his brother on TV. Yeah. But, uh, is is Cuomo to blame at all for what's going on in New York? Like, has he taken a hit for like what's going on? Cause I saw, I saw de Blasio and I saw New York's like health commissioner, you know, Tweeting about hey go out and do stuff as late as like March third or March fourth. Yeah, 4th. Like, yeah. He went to that. He went to that Chinese parade. Well, that was like in February. I'm pretty sure at the end of February, and then like the week after, he was tweeting about going to see some movie that was like The Wire meets Italy yeah, or something. Yeah. He was trying to uh, send people to that movie. Well, see, no, like Cuomo was begging De Blasio to close the schools. De Blasio didn't only close the schools last week because his aides, his staff told them that if he didn't, they were quitting on the spot, and they were dead serious. Um, even as of, like, two days ago, like, de Blasio didn't have parks closed, didn't have playgrounds closed. Like, he's been a total clown. And Cuomo's Cuomo, been... Does, does Cuomo not have the, the overall... Can he not, like, overrule him as the governor? He can in some respects. Like, he can do a state of emergency for the state, but... He can't do it just for the city? Like, that's de Blasio's, uh, yeah, so, but like Cuomo said, like Cuomo said something that was very impressive to me on Sunday, I think it was, and he said, look, this is what I'm doing, and if we keep one person alive because of it, then it will be worth it, and if what we're doing fails, then I want you to put all the blame on me. It is my decision. Nobody else is to blame. It's not your local leaders. It's not your. It's not anybody. It's not your mayor. It's not anybody. The blame is entirely on me. I can take it all, and I will if this fails, but this is what we're going to do, and this is what we have to do to save people. And if it saves one person's life, then it will be worth it. Like that, like, that was impressive. And, like, this guy would be a great vice presidential candidate for Joe Biden. But wait, he's promised it will be a black woman. If he even makes it to November. Is there, he didn't say black woman, by the way. He just said woman. Oh, he said, woman was for the Supreme Court. Supreme Court, yes. 
Yes. So imagine rolling out Amy Klobuchar come November when you could have had Andrew Cuomo. There's no chance that Cuomo can become just the nominee, right? Like he probably has to wait. He probably has to wait four more years. He probably has to wait four more years, right? I Did you imagine. see those rumors going around today? Like about, no, no, I didn't. That was something that was going around today. Like uh, if if it's a brokered convention, they'll sneak. They'll try to sneak Cuomo in. I mean, I think that's all bullshit too. Like the establishment obviously prefers Joe Biden. He's an empty suit. They can control him as they want. Yeah, but man, like if he like. Watching him have to debate Trump is going to be painful. Like it's it's and not even like not even the debating because I guess Biden did better than I thought he would against Bernie in terms of their debate. But Biden just seems unwell. He just I mean like I know everyone says that. But How I mean, like when you have conspiracies that the guy's dead as they have him tied up in his basement like that that doesn't necessarily inspire confidence. I was like I was dying when I was watching live yesterday and he started coughing into his hand and Jake Tapper was like you're supposed to cough in your suit you're supposed to cough in your elbow Joe not your hand like Biden just kept coughing in his hand as he says he's not getting tested he's like well he's like I'm at my own house I'm on, I'm at my own house alone I don't need to cough. Man, it's I, don't need to cough. I don't need to cough your way. I'll cough the way I want to cough. This, like, seeing Joe Biden do all this is, like, just another tick in the, on the scoreboard for me that Bernie Sanders just doesn't have the chest because he let this brain-dead dude beat him. Not just beat him, embarrass him in the rust belt. Like, Bernie is one thing I, I, I just would, like, if I was Cory Booker, if I was. <laughs> That's a good point. If I, like if I was young and like energetic and not what people could easily call a communist, you know what I mean, or a yeah. socialist, you know, make those those links. Like Bernie was fighting uphill. I think everyone knew that in terms of being so anti-establishment. But like uh, Mayor Pete or Cory Booker, the fact that you got dog walked by <laughs> Joe Biden as well. Yeah, I mean Cory Booker, dude, you were you were tailor made to be president of America in 2020. I mean, like, like, especially because the Democratic Party is not, you know, turning their back on Obama. Like they they wrap their arms around Obama. Right. Like they they love Obama, uh, Obama's presidency. Like Cory Booker seems like a natural progression for them. Yeah. Young, energetic, black. But he's probably gay. I mean, that's probably better. <laughs> maybe he should have just been maybe he should have been it's open probably about better. It. Yeah. It, it, no, it 100% is better for them if he's gay. Maybe, maybe, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking strictly for for their electability with the Democratic Party. Like, I mean, I mean they I, want the most maladjusted social outcast up there. Let's just like be Pete honest. Pete wouldn't have gone. Pete wouldn't have gone as far as he did, in my opinion. Oh, of course not. So, like Booker, like maybe should have just embraced that. I don't know, but um, if I'm Cory Booker, I would feel like a real loser to not even make it, not even make it to the point where. Uh, you know, we get to even think of him as a, a legitimate candidate against against uh, Biden. Yeah, the fav- my favorite guy in all those was 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 Julian Castro. As he pushed himself off as this great as this great Latino leader, like when he was older, like his mom had to like, or they were like, oh shit, this guy wants to get into politics. His last name's Castro, and he doesn't even speak Spanish. They had to hire him a tutor to teach him Spanish. Like he grew up speaking like English and German or English and French. Like he was just a total, like total establishment guy. 
Like, all those dudes, how did you just let Biden beat the shit out of you? You didn't even make it to the, you didn't make it to the primaries. Like, come Kamala Harris. I wouldn't even say I wouldn't even see Biden beat the shit out of him. I would say that Bernie beat the shit out of yeah. him. So then they all teamed up to take down Biden. Like it wasn't like Biden was the runaway guy. Like you know, we weren't far removed from no, yeah, you know, you're him, right. Him getting his ass beat in the first couple states, and then you know they just threw all their energy behind him, and then then it turned into uh, you know Biden's dog walking services as he just put them all under on collars and, and walked <laughs> them around. How did Bernie not see it coming? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Let's get to a couple more questions. Uh, Ryan asks, would you sacrifice this football season due to Rona if it meant the Vols beat Georgia, Florida, and Bama in 2021? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to assume that if I sacrifice this football season, I'm also having to sacrifice the NFL. So I will say no. Just because, like, I can't go a whole fall without. Oh football. man, can you imagine no football no, I, this fall? I, I, nope, not while the Titans are good. Uh, nope, oh, I will not sacrifice man. this. Oh man! If you guaranteed me like a championship for one of my teams, I would listen. But man, I just love watching football so much, like yeah. high level football. The NFL is just awesome to watch. I've grown out of my action phase and like the Thursday night NFL, uh, the Thursday night college football games. Like, I don't need that. I can get by without those. But I can't get by without my Sunday night football, my Monday night football, my good Saturday college games. No, I will not sacrifice football for uh, just simply three wins over your three rivals. I cannot watch Thursday night NFL. I don't know what it is. It just bores me to death. That's okay. That's bad quality of play. I I don't have any problem with you saying that. But, like, it doesn't matter who's playing at, at noon on Sunday. Like I'm gonna watch at CBS. One o'clock. We're Eastern Time Zone. We're an Eastern Time Zone podcast. But yeah, I mean, like he could like the, I get the Falcons on Fox. Nobody likes the Falcons. Falcons fans don't even like the Falcons. They usually hate the Falcons. <clears throat> it's a totally worthless franchise. Worthless. They do not. They do now have Todd Gurley though. Yeah, yeah. They have a running back with no knees. That's bold. Um. I'll, I'll watch the Falcons on noon on a Sunday, but I am not watching Thursday night football. I don't know what it is. Uh, Doug asked, was, he says he's going to ask this since basically we were headed to the NIT. Worst return on investment, $950,000 to lose to Georgia State or $5 million for one extra home game at TBA in the NIT? Uh, the Georgia State. Yeah. Yeah. Like even like I like there's no love lost for Rick Barnes here. Everybody knows this. I will say there's probably a little love lost. We we liked him at <laughs> uh, one point. Yeah. We have lost a lot of love actually. We have lost love. We we once we once loved this man. We started out not liking him. It grew to love. Now there's a lot of it lost. Now we are back to uh, square one with old Rick. But man, $950,000 to lose to Sean Elliott. To get punked by Sean Elliott. To get punked by that meathead Sean Elliott. If you go back and walk, look through tweets during that game, there were people like making the case that Sean Elliott would be good at Tennessee. Yeah. How they would want a coach that was just fired up on the sideline like he was. That's how <laughs> that's how much that's how badly they punked us for, for nine hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Mm. I'll ask you as you are uh, my most trusted advisor. Tennessee's basketball team was ranked in the upcoming season in their like ESPN's way too early top twenty-five 
at number 14, your initial thoughts are what at number 14? I would have thought like we would be 10 or 11. Okay. I would have thought like 10. For the way Tennessee fans kept telling me to wait on the recruiting class, I thought we'd have been like number six or so. Well, see, I think we're higher than 10 in talent. I was going to say like it's just going to be 10 because of the amount of freshmen. I think think we'll be really, really – because it seems like everyone's coming back. Like Pons and, and, you know, Pons is going to come back. Um, I'm sure Jalen Johnson will do big things and like the swack or whatever next year. We need to take a shot at Jalen Johnson at this point. Like, uh, I'm not taking a shot at him. That was a shot. I can see, I can hear you smiling. That was a shot. I'm not smiling. I'm not smiling. Jalen Johnson tried hard sometimes. He at least looked like he cared about defense this year a little bit. (laughs) Did you like, I don't know what he must've been like, he must be like the Nate Peterman of of college basketball because earlier this year you had Admiral talking about how he deserves more chances and how good he is. James Daniel said he's the best player on the team. No, no, no. I think James Daniel said best player in the country. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think James Daniel said he's the best player in the country. Yeah, what the hell's up with that, James Daniel? You know, we James. Coaches, well, no, we had coaches at Tennessee the last three years saying he was the most talented guy on the team. Yeah. They also the coaches also loved that one dude we had that was a JUCO player that like transferred to Toledo. Um, You've lost me there. Darrington. Oh, okay, Chris Darrington. Rick Barnes talked about like he was the most talented player on the team too. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, whatever. Good luck to Jalen. Yeah, there was no there was no reason to take a shot there. I wasn't taking a shot at him. I'm happy for him. Okay, so you think this is still going to be a top 10 team, and that, that ranking could go up as people went pro, but, uh, I mean, like Tennessee better have a really good year next year to excuse it for this one. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. like When I saw 14 preseason, I was like, oh, God, that's it? Well, see, like, this is the way I think about it. This is the way I think about it. Is that I thought, like I said, I would have thought 10 or 11 uh, preseason ranking. 14th tells me that we are predicted to be, like, uh, the floor, like, uh, we're predicted to be a Sweet 16 team. And, like, this team has so much talent on it. Like, I see it going, like, I could, like, Fulkerson's going to be really, really good. Pons is the best player in defense in the SEC, apparently. And we're going to have all this 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 top-level talent. Like, if that's the floor, and it, it might not be the floor, but, like, they're saying with all these guys that we don't really know how good they are because, like, none of these guys are like Anthony Davis either. You know, it would be different if we had, like, Anthony Davis coming in out of high school and everybody knew he was the number one pick right? going into next year and we were still ranked 14th. Then I think it would be time to worry. But, like, I mean, I don't think that's, like, a cause for concern at all. I mean, because, you know, you win one game and there you are, you're in the top eight, you know. I mean, we, we play some we, – we have a really tough schedule, so I don't think that's anything to be concerned about. I mean, the the kid from Nashville that's so good – or from south of Nashville, what's his name, that we signed that's five-star. Was it Keon Johnson? Keon Johnson, yeah, he, he – what he tore his meniscus, right? I mean, oh, I didn't. I don't know if I even saw that. When was that? Like around Christmas, like around Thanksgiving, oh, okay. Thanksgiving, Christmas. 
Uh, he probably got it fixed, though. Yeah, yeah. So, but, like, I mean, like, that could be a, you know, they don't know if he's going to be, I, th- I think, like, that's, like, a totally easy surgery that you recover fully from. But, you know, I mean, like, none of these guys are, like, Anthony Davis or Anthony Edwards or, I mean, they're five stars, but they weren't top two or three players. I don't know. I feel good about being ranked preseason top 15. I'm, I am choosing joy. Amen. Because Amen. we have enough. We got enough bad stuff going on right now. We have we have the coronavirus, we have no sports, we have Boeing, we have economy cucks that I'm no Twitter polls, we have a lot of Twitter polls going on. Yeah, we do. And I'm like there's so much bad right now that I'm not going to ingest more bad by by thinking by getting worried that the 14th is too low. That it's not good. Okay, fair I'm enough, I'm fair I'm, I'm going to choose joy. My 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 focus as a sports fan right now is just uh, the Titans getting Javion Clowney, and uh, we'll see what happens in the NFL draft. That's where my attention is right now. Do you think? Do we think we're going to get him? Uh, I keep thinking we're going to get him, but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, if he wants to go back to Seattle, where uh, you know COVID nineteen is running rampant, you know ground, you know if he wants to do that, that's fine. Go for it, I guess. He could go back to Seattle where COVID-19 is running rampant and where Boeing left. Or he could go to Nashville where COVID-19 is running rampant and uh, no, at least Boeing didn't leave, I guess. No, but they do have that one dork that owns all those bars that put out that dumbass statement about polio. Yeah, he is. <laughs> do, you think, do you think he feels like a dumbass right now? I hope he does. He uh, thought he nailed it with the polio comparison. He has to feel like such a dumbass. Who's dumber, the polio guy or the guy like, we have 30,000 deaths from car wrecks each year, but you don't see them taking our cars away. Yeah, that's a that's such a dumbass. Uh, who, do we, who, who do we think is dumber there? Let's take the cars away. We have so many deaths with cars. I don't know. We can't probably, probably distance the, ourselves. Probably the car argument. That one's dumb, but the polio one was pretty bad, too. The polio one was, the polio one was just dropped. It was just... It was so... It was so brain dead. Like, when he said it, there were no more than, like, three neurons firing off at the same time. It was like, and you if could... You're that, if you're that old bastard still going to the bar at your age, buddy, you need to choose joy. Choose joy. You don't need to be going to honky-tonking on Broadway if you're 70, 80 years old. Like, don't go, don't go do that. Yeah. I mean... Fun podcast. We're almost uh, an hour and ten minutes. Like, we, we gotta go. Yeah, I gotta study. All right, I love you, buddy. Stay safe. See ya. Bye-bye. I love you, too.
Times get harder, things get strained. Oh, I know, but I want you to go. No, it hasn't been easy lately. You don't wanna leave me, baby. Conversation turn into fights, we gon' be alright. Love turn into life. Girl, you've been burning so bright. Let me turn off the lights. Stay awake till the morning. It ain't always great, but it's never boring. Yeah. I've been itching for your love. Don't want to feel a single If it ain't your touch, I get drunk and become blunt. Just want to stumble into us. But baby, don't stop now, cause it ain't over. Yeah. Years ago, I was so dumb. Clueless, young, and stupid. But look at who I have become. I ain't gonna break your heart. Promise it's always safe Baby, don't go now Pull me close I know it hasn't been easy lately But you don't wanna leave me, baby Whoa. You know I hate to keep you waiting But I know when it's right then it's right Days turn into nights, conversation turn into fights. We gon' be alright. Love turn into life. Girl, you've been burning so bright. Let me turn off the lights. Stay awake till the morning. It ain't always great, but it's never boring. Whoa, 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 whoa. 